Thank you for listening to the Convergence House of Prayer podcast. Please enjoy this message by Pastor Wendy Seamus, including a wonderful testimony of healing and God breaking through at the beginning of the message. Yay. Judy. Judy, where are you? Judy. Come on up. Come on up. I thought it would be very appropriate to have Judy share an amazing testimony story of God's faithfulness. So I'm going to be talking about cultivating your life in Christ this morning. If I even get to it, I don't know what time is it. Anyway, so um, we've got an amazing testimony. I don't know if you all saw a while ago. She knows the dates. Anyway, we posted on Facebook and Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram and Facebook to pray for me to cry, Emily Weber. So we have an amazing testimony of, of God. And, and creating an atmosphere for him to dwell and move in. You ready? Okay. So I'm going to give a little background to really um, help you to understand what really happened, because it was profound. Um, my husband and I, we'd saved for 12 years for our 25th wedding anniversary dream trip to Europe for two weeks. And uh, we take off middle of August, no, middle of September, I'm sorry, middle of September, and a week into the trip, we're in Athens, and our daughter calls, and she's not feeling well. She doesn't have a fever or anything, but she's just not feeling well. And and we've had a hard year this year. And so she was kind of stressed, and our son had been sick, so we thought, well, you know, she's just not feeling well, just, you know, take a rest don't go to work, don't go to ballet. She's 16. Just kind of chill. The next day, Friday, um, I check in on her, and she's sleeping in the middle of the day. Now, my daughter could have the flu and not sleep in the middle of the day. This is not okay. So I call my good friend, Jenny, and I say, can you please check on my daughter? Something's not right. I don't know what it is. So Jenny goes over, and she, sa- she stays with her, and she's like, Yeah, I'm not feeling good about this. I don't know what's going on, but it's not right. I'm going to stay the night with her. Saturday morning, we flew over to Santorini and um, thinking, you know, it's going to be fine. And we get a call from the doctor, and he says, you need to come home. Your daughter's not okay. It's very serious. So we talked to Jenny. Our daughter's in a coma. We didn't know that she had diabetes. The signs were there, but there were reasons to believe for different things that were happening. We had even taken her to the doctors, and no one suspected diabetes. We make the most brutal 26-hour trip home that one could ever imagine. Jenny picks us up from the airport. We arrive into the PICU, pediatric ICU. I have a panic attack. I'd just been in the ICU six months before. My father in the same exact situation. And he didn't live. So I'm trying to pull it together. As I look at my baby girl on life support, Machines beeping, nurses everywhere. Doctors trying to explain what's going on, and I can't understand. She looks so peaceful, but she's fighting so hard to live. We didn't know until later how close we came. So we're there the first day, just trying to wrap our heads around it, praying. There are people all over the world, literally all over the world, big-named Christian people, no-named Christian people, everyone fighting for our daughter. Another day in, 
So she's been in a coma about three, four days now. And uh, that night, a good friend, Nina, calls. She says, I want to FaceTime with Emily. And so she begins to prophetically sing and pray over her. And all of Emily's numbers start to... um, Her numbers start to stabilize. And I'm so overjoyed, so hopeful. The doctors, at this point, they have no idea what's going on with her. They call um, posturing. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's her body's doing this. They think she's having seizures. They think she has sustained significant brain damage by this point. Um, Lots of things are being said over her about her ability to ever walk, talk. And uh, just to have the numbers, her blood pressure, her heart rate, and all of that just start to stabilize. It's it's just really a miracle that we're just holding on to. And that lasts for a few hours. And this particular night, I decided to do the watch myself. I thought I could do it. It was the worst night ever. We came so, so close to losing her that night. Her fever kept spiking, and they kept saying how dangerous that was for her brain, for the fluid that was on her brain. And we're just grasping at everything. The doctors at home, this sweet pregnant doctor, she's been calling every night and having tests run and things done, and she's up all night with us trying to save her life. The next morning I wake up after I dozed off when uh, Jenny and my husband came and uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I've prayed every prayer. I've said every verse I can think of. I've prayed in tongues till I can't even think what's left. And then I remembered Nina sang. Nina sang and her numbers improved. And I said, you know what? I'm not a singer, but I'm a worshiper. And I can do this. So I text Jenny and I'm like, whatever songs anyone's been praying over her, whatever they've been singing over her. And let me tell you, my daughter's fierce. I don't know if you guys know Nina Landis's CD or Misty Edwards' um, Relentless CD, but this is what my child went to sleep with since she was three. So I start out with that, and I'm like, that's a little intense. Maybe we need to take take it down a little bit. (laughs) So I, I pull out some John Thurlow and some things that are on my heart. And I end up compiling this three-and-a-half-hour prayer and worship set um, that I called Emily's Songs, and I played it on repeat, and I just began to sing. And I'm singing, and I'm fighting, and inside I'm crying out to God. And I want to tell you, like, you can sing and worship, and you can be mad on the inside about what's happening, and you can be questioning, and you can be asking. I'm like, God, is this my Isaac? Do I have to sacrifice my daughter right now? Because I don't know if I can. But give me the strength to do your will, whatever that is. Whether she lives or dies, may it bring glory to your name. And so I sing while I'm doing that inside. And the daughter comes in and she says, Don't stop. Don't stop. This is beautiful. And it's working. Don't you dare stop. After a few hours, nurses start coming in. At one point, I think we had six or seven nurses worshiping with me. They're moving tissue boxes. They're moving the bed around and chairs around. They have no reason to be in there. They're finding reasons to be in there. They want to be in that room with me worshiping. And they know these songs, some of them. And they're, they're just going for it. And it's beautiful. Almost 10 hours, I sing. And then, 
we got our breakthrough. Then it happened. Yeah. The numbers completely turned around and everything looked different. And it was the next day they were able to take her off life support. Yeah, praise him, it's amazing. At that point, the doctor said, we didn't want to tell you. She had a 10% chance of ever living. The chances of her kidney recovering were so small. But I'm here to tell you, her kidney is in perfect working order. They said she may have thyroid problems. They kept testing her. She doesn't. Where they thought there were strokes, who knows? There's no neurological damage at all. And when they got, we were preparing to leave, it took a while. We were there about two weeks. Um, they're like, you know, we're going to put in for a wheelchair and a seat for the potty and a seat for the shower. My daughter walked out on her own two feet. Yeah. She's doing great. Yeah. Um, ten weeks after being in the coma, my daughter had two solo parts in her ballet. Come on! On stage. <laughs> I'm like, come on! Define the odds. And it was such a miracle that we went back a few weeks ago. We brought a gift to those nurses and those doctors and a card that my daughter had written. And they poured out of the picky rooms to see her in tears because they said, we did not think you were coming out of here. And they were just so moved by the miracle of God. And they kept saying, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. We did not believe that she would be able to get out of here. We hoped, but we didn't believe. Wow. Wow. Come on. Give him a shout. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Woo. Now, I know, I know for some of us, it doesn't turn out that way. But you still give him thanks and praise. Because he doesn't change. He never changes. He's always good and he is always faithful. And we celebrate the testimony of Jesus. Amen. Now take that for those who are struggling around you that are fighting for their life and um, speak life. Lord, do it again. Like the song we sang this morning. Oh my goodness. There were so many words in every one of those songs that just, ah, are truth. Do it again. Do it again. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. And this is how I fight my battles. And I know that you're on my side. Amen. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Haha. I don't even know where to start. Whoo. Just come more, more Jesus. Holy Spirit, come. Hmm. Invade. Invade this space and time. Infiltrate our minds, our thoughts, our being. Come and blow, blow, blow the wind of your spirit, O breath of God. Come, 
Mm, we know you're real. We know you're real. And we choose to believe. Ah. We choose to believe. You're good and you're faithful, God. Come, come. Mm. So good. Okay, New Year's Eve. Doesn't start at 7.30, it starts at 7. Just a little correction there. Not correction, but update. Okay? 7 to 12, 15, 12.30. Tomorrow night, that's New Year's Eve. Ah, already. <laughs> already. All right. Um, hmm. Why does your mouth get so dry when you talk? Blah. I have... Um, have a cool little uh, thing that I read on Instagram. I follow this wonderful, amazing woman. Her name's Andrea Thompson. She's a cancer survivor. If you do Instagram, she's amazing. Follow her. She's so uplifting. All right. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, Looking back, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Okay? Cultivate. We've got to cultivate our hearts. We've got to cultivate our lives in Christ. It's not just, it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just like, boop, oh, I'm... Anyway, you've got to focus and you've got to cultivate your relationship with Jesus. The Webster's Dictionary, this is a definition of cultivate. To prepare or prepare and use for the raising of crops. Duh. You know, like you cultivate the soil. If you're going to plant, you got to, instead of just putting it in the ground, you got to prepare it, Right? Think of that as your heart. You're cultivating your heart. It's to foster the growth of. Because we want fruit in our life, right? The fruits of the Spirit. Going there, that's another time, another message, but that's what we want. We want the fruits of the Spirit to be cultivated and grow in our life. Because that's how, that's the testimony. Gifts are free. You have gifts. I have gifts. But gifts function even without fruit. Isn't that interesting? But it's fruit that we need. It's fruit that we want. So we've got to cultivate. Cultivate our heart. Cultivate with Jesus. All right. The, um, it's to improve by labor, care, or study. That's cultivating. It's refining, refine and cultivate the mind. <laughs> like the, you know, the things, like Andrew said, he was believing a lie for a lot of years, right? So it's like, change it. Cultivate, cultivate what you're thinking <laughs> so that it can be life, amen? So it's encouraged to cultivate the arts, you know, there's a cultivating of the arts in society. And to seek the, the society of is to make friends with looking for influential people to cultivate as friends. Okay. Throughout scripture, there's a beckoning for the hearts of man. There's a beckoning, there's a call, and it's Jesus He's like, come away with me, my beloved. Come away. Come up here. Seek my face. Abide. Remain. It's all throughout scripture. Taste and see that I'm good. Fix your eyes. Fix your eyes on me. Come on, look up, look up. Throughout all of scripture, there's a beckoning, a calling to him. And yes, we have a yearning. Right? I mean, I have, I'm like, ah, I have a yearning in my heart for him. 
But really, it's like he is wanting you and he is wanting me. So really that yearning that we have is actually, it's a response to his beckoning. Cause us to hunger and hear. Oh, like there's a beckoning in every heart of every man, human, woman. There's a longing. And it's the beckoning of him saying, come, 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 come away. So we must cultivate our hearts in him. It's like he's a living word, amen? He's the living word. It's like he's the air we breathe. That prophetic chorus, Alyssa, was awesome. I'm like, I've been, I have written down that old chorus. You are the air I breathe. You're the bread. You're the living word. I can't remember. You are the air I breathe. And then it's, you are my daily bread. It's like, so I'm like, and then actually that song, it's, I, I'm like, I changed it. Because I don't want me to be the focus. And so I sing, Jesus, I'm lost without you, and I'm desperate for you. So it's like, I don't want, I, I'm like, eh, no, I don't want it. But I am. I am desperate, but it's all about him. It's him in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's him in me. So it's like, okay, I change it around. You know, sometimes it's like you got to change a word here and there or drop a word or anyway, in my opinion, <laughs> at least for me, for my heart. <laughs> so it's like that song is, ah, is real, guys. He's our daily bread. He's our daily bread. Like PG said last week, or let me see. No, I don't know if it was last week. But well, hearing, hearing the voice of God, I'm like, I have a date. I think it was. Well, the 16th. It wasn't last week. Last week was Christmas Sunday. But anyway, it's just like break open the word. He's the, he's the bread and eat, calm, sit. So cultivate. You got to read. You got to pray, communicate, communion. We took communion, but it's like it's conversation. That's what prayer is, conversation. It's going deep in the Lord. It's learning him, knowing him. Whew, it's that face-to-face. So, um, I actually, um, I don't know if that fits there, but I did hear on a radio station, it was interesting, um, well, the first, 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 when we first were, uh, introduced to, um, IHOP, Kansas City, not the Pancake House, but the International House of Prayer, um, one of the messages that totally impacted my life was um, to read it, write it, say it, sing it, pray it. That's about the word. It's like how to get it in you. And did you know that singing writes it right here on your heart? So it, we don't just sing just because it's traditional and we've always done it. There's a reason. And a lot of, the, a lot of these songs that have been sung and written, and it's like scripture, and it's, it's, it's a journey of somebody's heart, and it's their cry. And a lot of times they're, they're writing it, and they're singing it, and they're producing it before the breakthrough happens, before the testimony comes, before the answer. But you sing it, and you declare it, and you write it on your heart, and it gets in there. Amen? Okay. All right. Whew. I'm a worshiper. I think everybody's a worshiper, I believe, and I think, yes, even if you can't sing, it doesn't matter. Lord says, make a joyful noise. 
Come on. Sing your heart. He loves it. He loves it. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot my water bottle, which is much easier to drink from when... But, you know, I can't remember everything. Okay, I was going to say, okay, the read it, write it, say it, sing it, pray it. Um, so you read it, then you write it out, because you know you're getting all your senses. You say it, you sing it, you put it into a song, and then you pray it. And, I mean, you're just, that's, you're getting it written right in here. It's awesome. So I was listening to the radio, and it was secular radio, and they were talking about, um, <clears throat> it's either radio or... I don't know. I, I can't really remember <laughs> specifically what, where I heard it. But they were talking about um, children and the importance of reading to them, talking to them, and singing with them. And I'm like, that's so cool. I mean, because it goes like right along. It's, it's developmental for your mind and your heart for a young child so why would it not be the same for us as we're growing in Christ right okay that was just that was free all right Psalm 16 (laughs) that was free it was just like kind of cool I love it when like science and the secular world confirms things um, that we know are true (laughs) because <laughs> then, you know, those, the left brain people <laughs> that I'm not. But I still like it. <laughs> um, anyway, explains it for y'all, all of you left brainers. Um, okay, Psalm 16. It's got to be one of, my, one of my favorites. I have a lot of favorites. Um, but Psalms, yeah, Psalms 23, we've been, oh my goodness. <laughs> So I have a prayer set here on Tuesday nights, and um, I've been doing it for 11 years, 11 years, every Tuesday night, 7 to 9, 11 years, what? Crazy, time flies, but probably for the last four, five, six years, we only do worship with the word once or twice a month, the first Tuesday, and then if we have a five Tuesday, but we've been doing Psalms 23 for that four or five years. It's, 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 yeah, I actually have that in my notes, but I'm not going to get there today because I really, really love Psalm 16, seven through nine, and I want to read it, and then I want to give you a visual for your life, okay? I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. That's where, though I sleep, my heart is awake. Before you go to sleep, just like invite the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Come, be with me as I sleep. And he's gonna speak to you even even when you don't know. You might remember and you might not, but it's okay because your soul and your spirit, man, know. Verse 8, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. That's a key right there. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. Is that, like, amazing? <laughs> okay, I don't even know what, what um, version. Let me see. What do I have? New King James. The New King James Version is what I'm reading out of. But anyway, I love all versions, basically, because I think it opens up. So I encourage you to read your favorites and other versions, and it opens up other avenues. So, hun, can you come here a minute? I'm going to show a visual. When I saw saw my brother do this, 
years ago. Mm. Okay, so I set the Lord before me, always before me, because he is at my right hand, okay? This is my right hand, so this is going to be, this is PG, my husband's going to sim- be symbolic to the Lord. No, you're at my right hand. So I have set the Lord before me. I've, set, I've taken hold of the Lord. This is how I will not be moved. Because daily I set the Lord before me. He's at my right hand. Sorry, he's at my right hand. So how, is, how do I set him before me? I take hold of both hands, and I'm looking face to face. Oh, my hand. There. <laughs> so I'm looking at you guys, but face to face. So this is my hope, and this is my strength, because I've set the Lord before me. So I will not be moved. So thank you, babe. Woo! good to have a visual. I could just like say, but now you got it written on your mind's eye. So most likely that will be the main thing you're going to remember because you have a visual. It's just how we work. Wow. So if you're feeling shaken, it's like get them before you. Andrew said, take hold of him. Take hold of Christ. So it's like, all right, I'm taking hold of, and I'm going to lean in because that's my strength, and that's my security, that's my anchor, because then I will not be moved. Like, I will not be moved because I've placed you before me, and I'm face to face, and I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, Jesus, and I'm hearing the beckoning call my heart My heart is being drawn to you, and that's what I want. That's what I'm after, is that that anchor, the anchor of my soul, the anchor. Blessed is a man who is planted by the river. Jeremiah 17, 19 through, no, 17, 7 through 8, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree that is planted by the river, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear, I won't be shaken, when the heat comes and its leaves will be green, even though the heat comes and will not be anxious in the year of drought, because why? Because I've placed him before me. I'm not going to be shaken. And nor will it cease from yielding fruit. Blessed is the man who trusts. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel. Back to Psalm 16. My heart, because he instructs me. He instructs me. There's an old hymn, too, that... And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. Oh, the joy we share as we tarry there, no other has ever known. (laughs) It's about relationship. It's about cultivating. That song, actually, I'm like, oh... My, um, my grandfather, um, when we were, the family was all, this is a long time ago. I was like, uh, how old was I? I was, I think it's sixth grade. I don't know how old that is. Um, but he was in the hospital and he was dying and we surrounded him. I mean, he was 89, My mom turns 90 in February. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So cool. 
Oh, long life. Hallelujah. Um, so anyway, he was um, dying, and we just surrounded. We did the same with my father. Um, we just sing, sing, sing choruses, and um, just are there. The whole family is there. And um, that was the one, one song, the last song before he, well, one of the last songs, the last song that he mouthed every word. He didn't, there was no sound coming out. And so that, I love that song. <laughs> that was free for you too. And then we sang the Lord's Prayer. And he, at the very end, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And then we're all, you know, all the harmonies and everything, all oh, man. And that he took his last breath. And he was in glory. It was just like, what? Angels were there, and it was a holy place. Cultivate. Cultivate your heart. You know how, like, um, songs and sound and smells create memory? So... If you've lost your way in cultivating your heart with Christ, go back to that last place you remember with that smell or the sound or the song, that song. Hey, and he walks with me. That's an oldie. This is the air I breathe. You are my daily breath. I mean, whatever takes you into his presence and gets you back to that place, go there. Use it. Greg, Greg, well, I'll tell on him, not tell on him, but, you know, it's like you, sometimes it's like you, you're, you hear another, an old, old song and, and it's like, oh, there's just, there's something on that. And so there's a song that did that for him. And he's been, when I get up in the morning, he's like lightly playing it. And it's just like on repeat, repeat. Just over and over and over and over. Because it does something. Whatever, what moves you, like put it on repeat. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you do that. But, but do that. Find those, that place. I just recently found a little, um, I don't know if y'all do... Uh, I have time hop on my phone. So it's really kind of fun because it'll show you what happened, you know, a year ago, however long you've had the time hop, I think. I don't know if that has, maybe not. It's just whatever pictures are in your, in your phone. And uh, like a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five, it'll kind of do that. And it'll bring up memories. And a little bit ago, I'm not sure how long ago, a video of Hopi came up and she was sitting on my lap and she's like, please, happy, please, happy. And, I'm, and then we started singing our little happy songs. So Lydia's like, I'm so, um, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. That one, she's like, yeah. And so like we're singing that and it's just like, Sometimes you have to just tell yourself you're happy. <laughs> I do that with my grandkids. And I did it with my children. Um, yeah, they're throwing a fit, and I'm like, I'm so happy, I'm so happy. I'm so, sometimes they got really mad at me. <laughs> like, stop it, <laughs> you know? I'm not happy. I'm like, well, pretty soon you will be. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I'm not saying ignoring pain because really we actually need to, uh, we need, we need to uh, feel it. You know, I mean, if we're going through hardships or um, grief and I'm not saying that you ignore that because you do have to, you do have to feel it and you have to work through it, but allow the Holy Spirit to work in you and still like, I'm happy actually because 
Jesus loves me. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling the pain, but um, I'm going to turn my grief into a celebration of his goodness and his faithfulness. Like Bill says, you know, it's not, it's not denying the fact that there's a problem. It's just giving it influence. But, but we do need to work through those things, you know? All right? Feel the pain. You know, like when you're lifting weights, like, I've, like I know, like I've heard. <laughs> you got to feel the burn. I don't know. I've heard that in exercise. Feel the burn. Like, I, I really don't have any idea about any of that. <laughs> I'm like, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, sometime, someday, someday, New Year's. All right, it's right here. <laughs> Maybe I'll start. <laughs> I, I, I Craig's like, nope. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> I do walk. Hey, I walk. Feel the burn. I try and not put my hands in my pockets. I don't know, I heard. So I'm like, all right, I can sway my arms. <laughs> it's a little hard when you're walking the dog, but anyway. <laughs> she probably would never leave my side, really. But anyway, I just don't want other dogs to get her. Mm. She's a little thing. Anyway, there's one other thing that I screenshotted that I thought it was... So speaking of the, you know, like the pain... So it's just um, another thing I have at Cunningham. She's amazing. She says, we repeat what we don't repair. It's good, huh? It's a good reminder. So just like, you know, different, it takes different timing for all of us. So I'm not going to judge you if something that only took me you know, I don't have the right to judge you and you don't have the right to judge me. If it took me only a week and it's taking you five years, it's okay. Or vice versa. You know, we just love and keep loving and just keep looking to Jesus. Really, just get your strength from the well. Get your oil. I can't give you my oil. The story about the virgins in here, the ten, five had it had their oil because you know what they cultivated that's what it's about it's cultivating your relationship I can't give you my relationship with Christ but I can like say come on get it get him go press in place him before you look at his face it's worth it I promise come on I could be a signpost and I can encourage you, but I can't give you my oil. I can tell you my stories. I can tell you how I got there. And it might be different for you. But be present. Come before him. Ask him. Ask him to come when you sit before him and you crack open your daily bread and you're eating, you're like, all right, speak to my soul. I hunger for you. Create a hunger in that longing. Ask for it if you don't have it. He'll give it to you. And just like read. And just keep reading. And when you find something that goes, just stay there and meditate. Stay there. If it's just two words, I don't care. Oh, but so-and-so's reading through the whole Bible in three months. That's okay. That's great. Awesome. Do it. But you know what? I'm looking at but God. Whoa! And that's enough. And I'm eating that. And I'm going to meditate on that because I've placed you before me, Jesus, and I'm looking. But God, but God, God.
God, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. So then just like, then you just, it, it keeps going. And then your, your roots that are deep, and then they're going to get deeper. And you're going to go, okay, the one who is and is to come. The one who always was. The one, the great I am. The one who sits above the circle of the earth. And who looks down on the earth. He is arrayed in splendor and majesty and glory. He's wonderful. He's full of majesty and honor. The God. The Godhead. The cornerstone. You just start going. You just keep going and keep going. And you, you just pray and you just, Jesus, you're so good. Father, you're so amazing. Holy Spirit, I can't live without you. Whoa. Cultivate, 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 cultivate. Mm. Man, I have all these things from women. I didn't even plan that. I'm a woman. <laughs> Iverna Tompkins. She has, uh, I probably was in her word, in her, one of her books, Iverna Tompkins Nuggets. Stay in the word, pray, and worship. So she's like, that's just, get your orders from God, not people. <laughs> ah! Sue. And he'll keep you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes things get hard. So then what do you do? I'll bless the Lord who's giving me counsel. I need your counsel right now, Lord. I bless you. I bless you, Lord. I bless you. I trust you. My heart. It instructs me in the night seasons. Lord, I thank you that you never leave me and you're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness for I've set you before me. I set you before me daily. I eat of your word and I sing praise to you because you're at my right hand. I will not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad with joy the new year of joy 2019 it's like that I, I saw that like Joanne you're like the mountains are going to be moving it's like yes I see that the mountains are going to you're going to see it now this year it's like believe in your heart <clears throat> and the joy of the Lord will be your strength. Ooh, yeah. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that, that there is a, a yearning in the heart of man. The beckoning. <laughs> yeah. The beckoning. So they're just just uh, position yourself right now, your um, your heart, your mind, your thoughts. just invite you Holy Spirit to come closer he's here it's not that he's not here hmm. but I'm asking I'm asking Lord for the beckoning call that every man woman and child would hear and feel and sense the beckoning of your spirit to come closer, to meet you, to set you before them, to be face to face with you, Jesus. Mm. Throwing the fear into the wind. No more fear of, of wondering, what are you gonna see? What is he gonna see? He already knows, so just trust him. Blessed is the man 
woman and child who trusts in Jesus, who trusts in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the river that will not fear, that will not be anxious, but will bear fruit and will not be shaken. Jesus, Jesus, come. Holy Spirit, come. Father, come close, close to each heart, each one of us today. just feel him yeah feel him he's here With your goodness, your faithfulness, Lord. Give us eyes to see, and give us hearts that believe. We choose to believe. We choose to believe you. For great is your faithfulness to me, God. Great is your faithfulness to me. We thank you. Great is your faithfulness to me, God. Oh, we thank you for great is your faithfulness to me. just want to thank you. Great is your faithfulness to me. And I just want to thank you for great is your faithfulness to me. I just want to thank you. Wash, wash, wash. Yeah. Meet everyone in the place that they're at, Lord. Just receive. I just want you to, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with y'all sitting down, but if you want to st- I don't know. Thank you, just sit. But if you want more, just position your hands for more. We're just going to like, just sing in the spirit for a little bit, because that's just, So just position your hands, your heart to receive. Yes, Lord, cultivate, cultivate. We just want to cultivate a relationship with you. We want to cultivate our hearts to know you more, to know you deeper. The fullness, the fullness of God. Oh, 
If you need the gift of hunger, ask him. Give us eyes to see, eyes to see, eyes to see this year, God. The mountains moving. Let us see that cloud in the distance, the size of a man's hand. Let us see, God, with our eyes into the supernatural here on earth. Here on earth, God, open, 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 open the windows of heaven. Break in, break in, break in. Let us see with our eyes, with our eyes, God, with our mind's eye, with our physical eye. Lord, just like, just like Glenda saw, Lord, the heavens come and break open in the natural. in the natural here. <clears throat> Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes to see. Open our eyes to see. What are you longing for? What are you longing for? Tell him. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see heaven break open here on earth? Do you want to see tumors disappear? If you don't get, if you don't ask, if you don't get it in your mind's eye, it may never happen. Dare to believe, dare to believe, because he's the God of the supernatural. He's the God of the impossibility. He's the God of the impossible. If we don't present an impossible situation, how is he gonna show himself? Open, open, open up. Come, 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 come. Keep crying now. The chorus. We're going to sing this song. I don't know what part is that. <laughs> Wait, which one is this? Yeah, Joanne, why don't you come up? So just remember your your um, response. It's your response to his beckoning. Yeah. Just to live within your love. Let this be your cry. Yes, Jesus. Open up, open up, open up the heavens, open up the heavens. Touch our hearts.
So just bypass in your mind right now this little just don't think about let it everything you just sang and everything you just declared is now just being cultivated deep it's the brooding of the spirit just let him let him just marinate you as you just sing this little you're thinking too much just let him let him just marinate you let the Holy Spirit just brood over you Thank you for your beckoning. Thank you for touching us. Thank you for touching hearts. Marking. Yeah, marking hearts, Lord. If there's anyone in this room that doesn't know you, God, let them find you. Let them come to you. Let us be a representation of you. Let us be an image of you and bring them in. Bring them in. So if you don't know him and you desire to know him, 
we're going to have prayer ministry team. And I just invite you to come up and just ask for to prayer to continue and to begin this journey with Christ, this cultivating your life in him. For in him we live and move and have our being. We exist in you, Jesus. We thank you. I just thank you. Just breathe on every person, Lord. Breath, breath of God, oxygen of heaven. Into every cell of our being, come. Come and breathe your life, 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 life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more messages like this, please subscribe and thank you for listening.